Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin, AKA Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Fallon Siniscarco. She's a student at Utica University studying occupational therapy, and she will be going to grad school in the fall. I have Chris Jurgen. He's a commercial real estate for 40 years, and he focuses on creating small spaces for businesses. And I have Bill Hase. He's the founder and CEO of MetaEd Partners. He is developing global, virtual, and live conferences to support underprivileged and building programs in the U.S. to help high school students understand how money works. The question I have today, I think this is going to be a difficult one. What does it mean to be worthy? Chris, what do you think? I was stumped when I saw that. So you go round and round in circles on what does it actually mean? Am I worthy of something Mm -hmm. or someone? I actually think the problem with the concept of being worthy is who's measuring and who's judging. Um, that was the the conundrum, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is it the chicken or the egg that comes first type thing? But essentially, I think it means, you know, are you worthy of something specific? Because you can't be worthy of everything unless you're a saint or something like that. So are you good at what you do? Are you worthy of trust in that particular field? That's how I would read it. <clears throat> but I guess there's so many different takes. Fallon? Yeah, I completely agree with Chris. It really does depend on who's actually taking the measurement of worth. There's self-worth, there's worth of maybe someone that's a boss of you or a professor or a teacher. Everyone has different standards of what they define as worthiness. So for you, it might be something minuscule or for someone else could be more grandiose. So you kind of have to try to match and feed off those social cues is what they define as worthy because you might have all the self-worth in the world and you may feel like you're enough, but compared to somebody else, maybe in their view and their standpoint, they may not see you as worthy. And so you may have to have a conversation with that person and try to figure out what do I need to do to prove to you that I'm worthy? Cause I believe I'm worthy. That's uh, great comments, Fallon. I agree with you. And, and, and Chris, you bring it up too. But at first I thought about being worthy is like earning a position or to be put in a position when I thought, boy, like Boy Scouts, you earn all the badges and then you become worthy, you become an Eagle Scout, or we go through experiences in life that that uh, make us worthy of holding certain positions and things. But then when you, you look at it, and if I look at it from when I was young and I don't have those experiences and badges, am I worthy for this person, if, like my wife? And, and Fallon, you hit the nail on the head when you say, if you think you're worthy and you believe you're worthy, I would run with that. I think it must it must have something to do with what you follow it with. That worthy of, Chris, you said it first, worthy of. Because just being a human being on this planet, you're worthy of happiness. You're worthy of certain human rights. But then there's other parts of worthiness that are earned. Like you have to jump through the hoops, earn the badges. So how do you determine if you've jumped through enough hoops? And I feel like self-worth might be the hardest one to decide. Just being worthy, it depends on the situation. What are you trying to be worthy of or for? Is this a leadership role? Are you worthy of being in a leadership role? That's an important one. And and then who's, who's the one who's deciding your worthiness? 
Yeah, I think another thing too is like you said, what you're worthy of, you need to put effort into things that you think that you might be worthy of. So if you're trying to earn a job or an award, you need to put like that hard work and dedication into it. Not everyone is worthy of that position. So even though you may have self-worth, you need to prove to everybody else that you feel like you're the best for that position. Now, you don't want to come across as cocky, of course, but that self-worth, like you said, Dr. Robin, is probably one of the hardest things to come across of is getting that self-worth. Because if you're not confident in yourself and you're not worthy of yourself, why would someone else think you're worthy? Uh, Fallon's speaking and she's young. And that would be a perspective from a young person of having to be to earn it with these people who are you, you kind of admire or look up to. And as someone who's kind of in the latter stages of life. Not as young. <laughs> yeah, not as young. And I look at it that, why do I have to prove anything? Either I'm worthy or I'm not. It's based on um, the transactions you've had with me or the, it, the relationship you have with me. You would know whether I'm worthy or not for a particular situation or whatever it is that you're looking for. Why would you have to prove it? Yeah, he just is, is interesting because I'm I'm with you, Chris. Fallon, you're going you're you're going through school, you're gonna to go to graduate yeah. school. You're earning those badges to be worthy of holding certain positions that you are aspiring to to reach. Completely. There's another aspect of it though, too, in that let let's just say, for example, I have a CV that would be intimidating if it wasn't mine. I have all the notches, all the things. What if I don't then get whatever the reward, the worthiness that comes from having all of these badges? If the, what if the evidence isn't there that other people per, think that that's worthy? And then what does that mean? Oh, it means you're in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. And the way I look at it, tough. <laughs> I don't meet that expectation. I can't help you. It's really a matter of that. And I'll give you an example. If I'm selling a product or a service, I think I'm going to ooze a certain amount of confidence. I have a certain amount of knowledge. And if I don't meet your expectations, I can't please everybody. Mm. You win some, you lose some. You always try to improve, always try to find out what didn't work. But proving, I don't, I don't know anymore. I, I'm at the stage where I really don't care to prove. <laughs> yeah. I've reached a certain stage in my life where I'm happy where I am. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> at some point in your life, you got to give up that trying to please everybody thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, but for many of us, including even myself, it came later in life than it would for others. Hey, I'm with you. <laughs> but then yeah. you get to that point where you get kind of aged, then you're sitting there going, you know what? I don't have to prove anything to anybody other than to myself, what I feel I can do and accomplish. Yeah, being younger, I feel I have to please people because I feel like the expectations are so high of me. I have such a future ahead of me, so I feel like people's expectations are so high. What are you going to do? You have those choices you have to make. Are you going to make the right choices or are you going to make the wrong choices? Those expectations are high of me. And I think there's a thing called people-pleasing burnout as well. I'm sure you guys have come to that stage where I've done everything I could. If you don't think I'm worthy, then that's your problem. Whereas for me, I still have my whole life ahead of me. So there's a lot of pressure to make those right decisions. So I still am navigating you know, my self-worth and still trying to please everybody and please myself as well. It's interesting to hear the guys talk about how 
it took them too long. Like they wish it didn't take them as long to realize I don't have to please everybody. I am worthy. I'll give you my best shot, but if that's not good enough for you, then too bad. And I wonder like, where is that delineation? Cause I agree with you, Fallon, when you're younger, there's a certain amount of hoop jumping. Like you have to do the things. Yeah, but we've all done it. When does that I mean, stop? We're definitely guilty of that, but, but uh, Fallon, I'd, I'd be cautioned throw caution at you a little bit and being too concerned about making the right decision every time mm -hmm. it's more important to make decisions and keep moving forward so in the trading world we used to say make the trade manage the risk mm -hmm. don't sit there frozen and not do anything so do something and then manage the choices you've made and, uh, and you'll learn and grow from that because there's no way anybody in the in their lifetime has ever made all the right decisions not possible yeah, looking back on some of the mistakes I've ever made, it's definitely made me grow as a person. So I can't be afraid of making more mistakes, like you said, and just kind of have to go with the flow and use whatever decision I make as like a guide towards my future. And you are worthy of whatever that future is. And I think that for Absolutely. me was a really hard lesson to learn. I learned that much later than I wish I had, that I am worthy of the future that I've worked to create. And no one else gets to decide that. I get to decide that. We are our own biggest critics though. So that's like, oh yeah. let's not even get on that soapbox. We'll go for 20 minutes. <laughs> At the risk of sounding, having sounded a little arrogant, I sort of rewind a bit and say, if I've done something wrong or I, I made the wrong decision, would I try to go back and find a way of correcting it with the person and earning that back? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that I'm, I'm going to give it my best shot. And if I, don't reach your expectations. There's nothing else I can do. Uh, I agree with you. You know what? You, you, it's not so much to correct, but to admit that you yes. made a mistake and that you're human and to say, look, I'm sorry I made the wrong choice at that time. Now I've learned that lesson and I appreciate you being there to help teach me that lesson. Absolutely. Well, that is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to cut us off there. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. It has been really insightful and I look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon.